Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to The Gutsy Gutsy Truth. We're here to break down barriers of what's considered normal in health, wellness, relationships, and work. We're so excited that you're here with us. Let's dive in. Well, you guys, we're so excited. We're doing this special bonus episode just for you. It's the holiday season's upon us, upon us so this is our little gift to you because you've, you've been with us for the first season of The Gutsy Truth. What? what? Oh my gosh. So, so fun. It's been uh, an incredible ride the last oh, yeah. couple of months. Um, I'm like, literally just got goosebumps just even saying that because it's been so much rewarding than I think we thought it would be. Mm, um, yeah. And just messages we received and um, the incredible people that we've been able to interview. Um, it's been an incredible journey. And so today we just wanted to take some time to talk about what it means to be gutsy. We've had some really incredible examples from the women we've interviewed um, and some great takeaways that we want to talk about. So, and then Abigail and I are willing to share some things that we've been doing as well that have been gutsy. Yeah. So we're just going to get started here and talk about what it means to be gutsy. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. You want to read it? Sure. Okay, go ahead. So literally the dictionary says gutsy means showing courage, determination, and spirit, mm-hmm. which I just love. Oh, um, yeah. I think it's, there's such great words in it. I feel like it just um, really just is the ultimate word to describe what we're trying to do. Yes. Um, I think we all just need to show up with more courage, determination, and spirit in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, being gutsy is the way to do that. And so we kind of defined all that a little bit further and said, being gutsy is having the courage to walk into your purpose, having the determination to advocate for yourself and having a true spirit. So let's kind of talk a little bit more about those three kind of bullet points. Yeah. Um, so yeah, having the courage to walk into purpose, Abigail, what is, what does that really mean to you? Um, to me, that means finding your path in life and literally walking that path. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, whether that's physically walking that path, spiritually walking that path, emotionally walking that path. Um, and I think to me, it means like there has been, a path laid before you and you're ready to take that step mm-hmm. to walk into it. You have the courage and bravery to take that step. Yeah. Sometimes that is like the scariest step you'll ever take. Mm-hmm. And I think we've learned a lot from that, from um, the incredible women we've interviewed, but taking that step is the start of something incredible and you just never know where that's going to lead you. Right. And sometimes taking that step means that's not the path for you either. You can go down that path halfway and there's a big roadblock that means this is not for you and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just ta- having that courage to take that initial step shows that you are wanting to move forward into a new direction of your life that's going to add so much more purpose and value and Mm -hmm. everything to not just your life, but for your friends and your family and everyone around you. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think part of it is like walking to your purpose means you are maximizing your gifts that you've been given Oh yeah, and you are putting those into practice and you are helping and serving others so you can make an impact and have a more fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just that whether it's a nudge that you're, you're, you're feeling or a little push, or maybe it is a shove, whatever <laughs> it is, um, just going with it and seeing what happens. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so the next part, having the determination to advocate for yourself, I think we've 
We've talked about this one a lot yeah, <laughs> in our have. episodes. Um, so talk us through that some more. Yeah, I think it's going to be so easy to just stay small in mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. to go with the flow, to not, um, you know, cause any sort of, you know, ruffling the feathers or whatever yeah. it might be just to fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, and life's too dang short. Oh yeah. <laughs> like life is too short and you deserve better. Yes. Whether that is related to your health, whether that's the career you're in, whether that is, you know, trying to make something better for your family. Mm-hmm. Um, like whatever that determination is like advocating for yourself is so important yes. and because if you don't, who's going to. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exactly it. And I think it's a good reminder for you like obviously for yourself, but think of it this way. I, I will put on some boxing gloves and advocate for you. Any of you out there, mm-hmm. I will do that. Like I am in your corner and I'm going to fight for you, whatever that means. Yeah, it's very true. I know this as her best <laughs> friend. I, I know when Abigail's in her like serious determination mode. Yes. It's oh, yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm there 120% ready to do some karate moves. Yep. Um, but I don't do that for myself. That's mm. hard, way harder for myself. So think of it as, Someone, you know, it's almost that, that quote, mama bear syndrome of the, you know, you're ready to fight for the right of your family and your friend and everything else. And so have that determination, grit and spirit, but put it towards yourself. Mm -hmm. So instead of imagining like, oh, someone picked on my friend and I'm going to go stand up for them. Well, imagine you as your friend, like, you know, clone yourself in your mind and say, I'm that person. Right. Why wouldn't you do that for yourself? You know, why wouldn't, if you've got that spirit to do that for your friends and your family, why not for yourself? Yeah. And that is something you and I still work on to this day. Absolutely. And we've come away, but we got a long way to go Uh still. Um, But it gets easier over time. And I think part of that is you get pushed around too much Mm -hmm. and you hit that wall and you're like, never again. Yeah. I've definitely had those moments in my life. Um, I'm never again, I'm never going to let myself feel that way again or be pushed around like that or get to that negative space or Mm -hmm. anything, whatever that it is. And then you, you like bust through that wall, like the Kool-Aid man, you're ready to take it down. Yeah. And so, yeah, you really need to do that for yourself. And that's so hard. And that could be little things. And if you're more of a naturally shy person, or if that's really hard for you, you know, just start with the tiniest, tiniest little things. Mm -hmm. Um, for those who don't know, I have a thing with my name. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, here, here we go. I'm going to sit back and listen. <laughs> so my name is Abigail, fully Abigail. Those who know me very well know I get very heated quickly if you call me Abby, Abs, Gail, any of the things. Oh, gosh. Um, and for me, it comes from my mom. Um, she's a full name person, too. She has, like, nicknames. And so I got I, I saw that a lot as a young age. But what I learned about that, what got... What, what annoys me so much with that, to me, it's almost like a little bit of a lack of disrespect because I introduce myself, hi, my name's Abigail, and two seconds later, hey, Abby, blah, 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 blah. Like the person just automatically assumes right. that's okay. And in my mind, I'm always like, well, how about you just call me Sally or mm-hmm. any other name? Because I clearly didn't, you didn't hear me say, hi, my name's Abigail. Yeah. And so I used to never correct people because I didn't want to be rude, you know, yeah. so to speak. And there's times I still don't because sometimes the conversation just keeps going and there's no way for me to interject without me coming across like a total, you know what? Mm-hmm. But most of the time they say, hey, Abby, I said, you know what? I'd rather be, you know, I'd rather, I prefer to be called Abigail if you don't mind. 
And nine times out of 10, they're like, oh, so sorry. Yeah, totally fine. And then that other small percentage, they make some kind of sarcastic comment. And that just tells you the kind of person they are. And Mm -hmm. you just take it for what it is and move on. Yeah. Um, But it can be the littlest things like that. But if it bothers you that much, like for me, I would sit there and like fume as a person keeps continuing calling me Abby, mm-hmm. but I'd never correct them. So right. they don't know. Right. And I automatically put them in this box of, I don't like you. Right. <laughs> but they don't know. Right. That's not fair. So yeah, that, that is a, a long explanation to like, it's a huge thing to advocate for yourself because if you can't even simply correct somebody on your name, how are then you're going to correct somebody when it comes to your health Mm -hmm. or your safety or your mental health or the health and and safety of your family and your friends and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So if you're a full name person, I appreciate you. If you're a nickname person, I love you too. Just let people know what you want to be called and other people respect that decision, please. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so that third bullet point, having a true spirit, Mm. what does that mean to you? That just means stay true to who you are. Um, and I know it's hard in society today with the social media prettiness of everything mm-hmm. and being the perfect Pinterest party planner and this and that and the other and um, society swaying you, politics trying to sway you. Like you just got to ask yourself what what matters to me. Yeah. And then be comfortable with that answer because that answer might not be comfortable with other people. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong. And I feel like society has gotten so far from that. It's fine to differ, like it's fine to have different opinions. It yeah. doesn't mean you don't like the person. Right. Um, it's, and it doesn't mean you have to be mean to that person, respect their opinion and right. move on. Right. If that means if to you, that means you can't, you know, if you staying true to your spirit means you might not be able to fit in some circle of friends anymore, then that's a reality you're going to have to probably think about. Yeah. And, but what's, but weigh the option or weigh the outcomes more, you know, is mm-hmm. it more important to be your authentic self and then be surrounded by people who love and respect and honor your authentic self mm-hmm. or be around people who you have to fake yourself. And at the end of the day, they're not really your friends or your people. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think a huge part of having a true spirit also is like when we talk about being gutsy, that's not trying to be something that you're not. Mm-mm. Right. So like if you're not an outgoing person, like being gutsy doesn't mean that you're going to like be on the stage all the time or be the loudest person in the room. No. Like if you're if you're a quiet person or introverted, maybe that just means you you pull someone to a side and be like, hey, so, you know, this is what's going on. But, you know, I think this might be better. Like Mm -hmm. figure out what scenario you need to make like for it to be comfortable for you. Yeah. Um, But again, don't try to be something that you're not. Exactly. Um, Because I don't think being gutsy is trying to fit into some sort of idea of what you see on on Instagram and social media Mm -hmm. or what your best friend's doing or what your family's doing. It's like truly just what is, everyone has a different version of what gutsy is going to look like. Um, And I think the important thing is staying true to who you are. Oh yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. So I guess what happens when we don't show up gutsy? What happens when we don't show up gutsy? Um, I think a lot of things. I think you kind of lose who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. I think you probably start playing the what if game in your head a lot. Well, what if I had done this? Where would I be? Or, Mm -hmm. or almost maybe even playing the victim card. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Um, I've definitely been there. You know, I've been there in different seasons of my life of like, you know, poor pitiful me. And, but yet I did absolutely nothing 
to put like to tell those other people what I was really thinking. Right. Um, my counselor uh, brought this up to me like about a year and a half or so ago when I first started. And I was getting really frustrated about communication with a lot of people. And I was like, why can't people just do what the right thing is? And she's like, well, what are you talking about? I was like, well, isn't it obvious this, that, and the other? And she's like, well, was that communicated in whatever scenario I was in? I was like, oh, yeah, I guess not. And she's mm-hmm. like, so if they didn't know, they can't read your mind. And I was like, well, why can't they? That would be easier. Right. <laughs> but you have to, yeah, um, like communicate that to to like be your authentic self because then like I was saying like if you don't you're not that version of gutsy in your own way then lots of communication breakdown and so many and so many facets yeah and going back to the whole victim mindset I think that can just fester negativity Mm -hmm. like because you're if you're not being gutsy you can that and to me, that means maybe you're just staying where you are. Mm-hmm. You're not growing. You're not pushing yourself further in a positive way. And so that can just kind of make you, yeah, sad and yeah. angry and, and, and all that. And so I think the importance of being gutsy is so you can show up for yourself, mm-hmm. show up for others, and ultimately be happier and yeah. healthier and live a more fulfilled life mm-hmm. than sitting back and watching someone else have an amazing life and you're just like, well, they obviously have it all together and they right. have this going for them and they have X, Y, and Z. And of course they got the pay raise and of course they, you know, their business is flourishing or whatever. Right. And it's like, well, th- but what are they doing? Right. They're, they're putting themselves out there. They're, right. they're making steps. They're, they're moving forward. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And all that I think just goes back into what we said earlier is like walking into your purpose. The more you walk into your purpose, I think Kathy Heller says it best of when you manifest and put out your energy, whatever that is. So whether that's like us and our, and our gutsiness on the gutsy truth, Mm -hmm. or maybe you have a podcast about the world's best socks, whatever it is, there is an audience out there wanting that information. So the more you put that energy and manifest that information out there, the more it's going to be received and wanted. Mm-hmm. And so then it just helps you walk into your purpose even more. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you and I have seen that with the gutsy truth in our, in our short mm-hmm. first season and just, you know, getting things rolling since August, because, you know, at first it was just some family and friends who were like, Oh my gosh, yeah, I want to know more. I want to know more when we talked about our health journeys. And then from, I mean, after both of our stories launched, I mean, the amount of feedback we got mm-hmm. from people we knew yeah. like quite well, whether that was family or friends or people in our community, I was like astonishing. Yeah. I feel like yeah. going either a going, this is incredible. I had no idea. I'm here to support you or B, I feel like, which was even more so the case is B of going, oh my gosh, I needed to hear this. I've been feeling this yeah. way. How can I start? Yeah. Cause I'm done with feeling how I have felt. My health is a wreck. My, I know all the things are falling apart and I want to be better. Yeah. Yeah. So the more you walk into your purpose is the more that you're helping a lot of other people. Yeah. And it's at the end of the day, it's, it's not all about you being gutsy. It's the, how you being gutsy is helping other people. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that why is so important of, you know, listening to your gut, just moving forward, pushing yourself to be better. And, um, I, I think, you know, the basis of what we talk about here at the gutsy truth is there's so many things that are considered normal that shouldn't be. Yes. And so I think that is a huge part of it as well of being okay to be different mm-hmm. and be okay to go against 
what everyone else is doing just because it's convenient or it's the standard thing to do. Right. Um, Because when did doing the standard thing and normal thing, when was that like the interesting or exciting thing to do? Right. right? You know, it's just meh. And it's all part of, I think it's all part of human nature of wanting to fit in. Exactly. And wanting to be part of the yeah. group. Everyone has a sense, want a sense of belonging. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then it's just in the age of, you know, technology and I, especially when social media became a thing, mm-hmm. it just escalated right. um, because you could see everybody's everyday life at every waking minute, Yeah, you know? And so, yeah, um, you know, it just made that I think even worse for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. then, but I, I do think now there's a movement that probably the past five ish years I've been feeling of, of more so than when we were kids of this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I'm doing my thing, either jump on board or get off the train. Yeah. Um, and I love that mentality. And I so wish that was a little more so when we were kids in our era of growing up and then just to continue that, I think is, um, you know, something we just want to help advocate for. Exactly. Exactly. And so speaking of which, like, I feel like every one of our episodes and guests like had so many great nuggets mm-hmm. of, um, takeaways of information that was so useful for us. And so I guess what were some of those common threads that you saw, um, from our guests with regards to being gutsy? Yeah. So a, f- a few I can, um, think off of and then like we can dive into them so for sure advocating for yourself yep. was brought up a ton um especially from a, a health perspective I think a lot of them were like just do it when we kept asking like what's a piece of advice for yep. you know for somebody in your in your situation they're like just do it just dive into it and you'll figure it out um don't let yourself get in the way mm-hmm. for sure we all have that issue um be uncomfortable with the uncomfortable. Um, I think Amy or be comfortable, be with, comfortable with, with the, the uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. There you go. Um, Amy, Amy McGee said it really best when she had an uncomfortable feeling, she knew it was on the, she was on the right path mm-hmm. of doing something different in her career. Yeah. Um, and I think the last one is the risk is worth the reward. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that was in every single one of the stories that we heard this season was, they went out on a limb and tried something different because they knew they needed something different in their life. And then it created into a business and an opportunity that they never expected. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I know we can dive into those a little bit more if we want to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Advocating for yourself. Yeah. Like I think, um, you know, for me with my health journey with, um, infertility, like I think that's the number one thing I've had to do Mm -hmm. is ask questions and, find answers, do the research. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I wasn't going to do it, like it wasn't like I'm the only patient that my doctor's been seeing, right. They've got right. A tons of other patients to, um, to see and whatnot. And so just, yeah, I think I had to show up for myself because of what, um, I like, I want for my family and wanting to be healthier and all that. And so, yeah. um, I feel like it's, it's a hard thing to do. Yo, yeah. It's a hard thing to, you know, come up with those questions and push back and, and, you know, put in the emotional time and energy mm-hmm. that it goes into doing it. Um, because you, you can get knocked down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and it, you can get to a place where you just want to give up mm-hmm. and you, you feel hopeless and there, you don't see any sort of way out. Right. Um, and so but, you know, I think that's why it's so important to surround yourself with good people yeah. 
who are going to help you do that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And not just in a health perspective, don't, you know, I know a lot, what we talk about is health related, but think about advocating for yourself in any area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I've done it in the work area for some FMLA leave mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to, um, encourage, you know, my bosses and, 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 and everything to like, look at better options. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy to say some of that got changed in a positive way. That yeah. was great. Um, you know, that could be advocating for yourself and, uh, you can even think of the littlest ways. Um, so I hate doing any car maintenance on my vehicle. Mm-hmm. Just don't like it. I feel like every time I go in, even for a simple tire change or tire rotation, something comes up. Yeah. And so I've, I've kind of had to, you know, advocate for myself. My husband's like, Oh no big deal. Just go in, they get them rotated. And I'm like, no, it's always way more than just that. Sure. You know, so even those little things that are kind of just silly, you know, or whatnot, but just advocate in those ways to get, um, you know, just to make yourself, not only just make yourself feel better, but that helps just build your confidence over mm-hmm. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So the next one, just do it. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, Nike. Not trying to say your tagline <laughs> here at all. Um, no affiliation with Nike, but yeah, I feel like every single one of our, um, guest just said this at some point they just had to take the leap whether they were you know super scared or not or excited about it yep and it was it just you know reproduced like in tenfold as far as what they ever could expect exactly yeah and I, I think for this like for me like you know I've talked about like how I grew up singing and performing and everything and how like I was trained to, you know, practice and rehearse and, you know, perfect it before putting anything out there. And you don't, you just didn't like get a sheet of music and just like sing it perfectly the first time. Right. right? And so I think it's hard for me just to like put something out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, but I think like kind of, you said before, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with mm-hmm. it and the easier it is. And so I think if you just, do it a couple times and yeah. just like, don't worry about it. Um, the, the easier it comes and more opportunities open up and things that you never expected, like start, you know, knocking on your door. Oh yeah. Um, and that's just the, it's so incredible. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that that's what we did here. Oh, you know, we yeah. had this, this vision of getting information out and we're like, we're just going to do this podcast and mm-hmm. we're just going to put it out there and see mm-hmm. what happens. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was way more excited not let me put it this way. We were equally as excited. I was nearly not as nervous as Caitlin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, which is perfect for the next point, which is stop letting yourself get in the way. <laughs> because oh gosh, guys, like it's seriously so true. Like I got in my head so much. Mm-hmm um with the whole podcast thing like I it's so funny I'm like I'm literally visualizing that first day of recording and how we were just sitting across from each other and I was like tripping over my words and like it's like typed out her whole story (laughs) I'm not saying that's wrong or bad because that's what works for her yeah I had a post-it note with three bullet points (laughs) yeah I was just like again that goes back to like me rehearsing and rehearsing before putting something out but I feel like I've grown so much in just the short time that we've mm-hmm. been doing this of like feeling like I needed something a hundred percent scripted or like, Oh, I need to ask the right question or, okay, what are, what are, what are our guests going to say? Like, how am I going to like, I can't predict any of this, right? There's so right. much unknown. Um, and so I feel like, yeah, I've definitely gotten in the way of just doing things yeah. and, um, 
like I'm my own biggest critic. Mm -hmm. It's like you're over always here like Caitlin, like just it's fine. Like it's perfect the way it is. Like you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's hard. And I'm that way to myself in different areas of my life Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, so something like, like when it comes to the gutsy truth, I'm like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just and do I'm it. And I'm over here like, <gasps> yeah. Are you sure? What do you mean? What do you mean? Caitlin's hi- minorly hyperventilating, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's why we're business partners and yeah. we work well together. Exactly. We balance um, each other out. Yeah, but there's other areas of my life like when it when I go when I travel, I am. I am just like you when it comes to picking a restaurant to eat at traveling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what if it's bad? What if it's awful? What if there's nothing I can eat? What if it's a terrible experience? You know, I'll, I'll like, I immediately go to the what if negative side. And yeah. my husband's like, what if it's the best restaurant we've ever eaten at? Yeah. I'm like, nah, that'll never happen. So what if it's horrible? <laughs> you know, he's like, geez Louise lady. Yeah. And so, yeah, I get that way in other areas of my life where you just can't, you can't trust yourself. And mm-hmm. so then it comes across as you don't trust others. Yeah. Um, and that's not how I perceive it. Mm-hmm. And that's not my intent by right. any means. But because I can't even trust my own thoughts, I immediately have zero faith in anything. Yeah. Um, and that's that's challenging. It's something my husband and I have had to work on, um, you know, and and – and it's so funny when he's like, just trust me, it's going to be fine. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, do you not trust me? I'm like, oh, I totally trust you with like everything in my life. But yeah. I'm like, because I don't trust myself, like nobody sounds trustworthy mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard. But yeah, it's something you definitely have to, you have to be just getting out of your way. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So with that, be uncomfortable. So be, or be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. What if you stumble upon the world's greatest restaurant? <laughs> And, but you were freaked out to go, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you just never know. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, I feel like when you're, when you're doing something over and over again, um, like I think Amy and Ashley both talked about this, like they're almost scared of being bored. Right. And so they enjoyed like uncomfortable being uncomfortable meant that they were like pushing forward and like growing and everything like yeah. that. And that was like a, a good reminder for me that I feel like I have a, a very different opinion of that. Cause like, um, I, I don't think I, like, I'm okay with stillness and like, I'm mm-hmm. okay with routines. Like I love my routines. Oh, like yeah. I can like literally do the same things, you know, week over week of like, here's my meal prepping and here's like this. Like I like my systems that I have in place for a lot of like how I operate life. Yeah. But then at the same time, like, I think sometimes it's important just to like get rid of that or right. throw it up and try something new. Right. Um, as opposed to just doing what's been done all the time. Um, and yeah, like it's, it's uncomfortable, like, like sharing my story was very uncomfortable to do, but look at the, the results of it. Like, and I wouldn't take that away ever again for, for what it's been able to do for us and the gutsy truth and just the people it's, you know, provided some positive, um, impact on as well. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, I feel like that leads perfectly into the last one is the risk is worth the reward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you just laid it on the line there um, with your story and our, I mean, our stories for sure. And I think this is where you and I, I think like we were mentioning earlier, yourself getting in the way is, um, I know you're much more hesitant to talk about your story and rightfully so, mm-hmm. but I th- almost think it was a little bit of that. You got, you let yourself get in the way yeah. and my, I was like, like chomping at the bit to share my story, yeah. to like ready to like go. Yeah. Um, but, but the risk is totally worth the reward. And it's, there's going to be other areas of our business. I know I'm going to be like very hesitant on and you're going to be ready to go. And yeah. so again, that's why I balance each other out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I mean, just I, like, I, I keep thinking of, um, Leanne's story is when she quit her pharmacist job and mm-hmm. went full-time functional health coach, you know, she had a handful of clients, but she's like, okay, this is now going to be my full-time business. Yeah. Here I go. And it's like, now she is like, she's sold out. Like she's packed every season. Like she takes, if she accepts new clients, it sells mm-hmm. out. Those spots sell out instantly. Mm-hmm. And she only takes so many. So she has very one-on-one experiences and, and, and conversations with everybody. But yeah, she's now got like this waiting list, which is incredible. Um, and so she might not have realized that was going to be the case, you know, uh, you know, you know, six, eight months ago now when she did that. So yeah, you just gotta, you gotta just dive in and like, just get with it. Yeah. Jump on that train, see where it takes you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey friends, it's Caitlin. I'm just hopping on here real quickly to tell you about something Abigail and I put together just for you. We put together the very first The Gutsy Truth Holiday Guide. We totally understand how difficult it can be to shop for loved ones this time of the year. So we compiled The Gutsy Truth Holiday Guide to make your life easier. It's broken down into three sections for the foodie, the beauty lover, and the homebody. The holiday guide consists of some of our favorite things that Abigail and I use on a regular basis. All you need to do is go to thegutsytruth.com slash holiday guide to check it out for free, or just go to the gutsy truth on Instagram to check it out as well. We are so thankful for you listening to the gutsy truth and hope that you'll enjoy this free gift as a thank you. With that being said, we'll dive back into our conversation. So let's kind of share some examples of how we've shown up and been gutsy recently. Um, yeah. You want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think one, I, I think my biggest gutsy moment started when I started seeing a counselor, Mm. um, early 2021. Um, so I think for me, that was not that I was against is I never had like a negative mindset towards getting help, you know, mental help of any kind, whether that was counseling or therapy or anything like that. But like I talked about in my story, I didn't think my quote trauma was worthy of needing help. Mm -hmm. I just, in my mind, it was always more for more traumatic things. And to me, I didn't think my story like actually was traumatic enough in a sense to need help Mm -hmm. in everything. And so I think that first step was like just starting and, and I was pretty nervous at first phone call because I honestly thought I was going to share my story and they're like, okay, well, yeah, that's okay. And just like (laughs) kind of sugarcoat, like, why is this girl calling us? You know, like, um, but it has been incredible, incredible, incredible. And my counselor is wonderful. Um, and then, and then after that, it was really easy for me to talk about it. I remember I've talked about it with millions of people in my experience. And I even had, um, I mean, my husband has mentioned it with his friends, you know, they, they've talked about it in some way, shape or form, like maybe needing counseling or therapy and, you know, and I think maybe there might be a little more stigma with men in general, like, Oh, I'm a man's man. I don't need that kind of a thing. But you know, he, he'll bring it up to, and he is like, Hey, you know, Abigail has gone to counseling and a lot of them are always very surprised. Like, wait, what your wife needs counseling? What? And he's like, well, yeah, everyone needs help talking at some mm-hmm. point, <laughs> you know, they need some help. So that was probably a big one of mine is, um, going to a counselor and I still, I I don't see her as regularly as I used to, but I check in, you know, periodically, or if something comes up, I need help with. Mm -hmm. Um, and then with that setting boundaries, I really had to learn through my counseling to set boundaries. And that was probably more boundaries for my, 
like mental boundaries for myself. I don't know if I'm saying that hundred percent right, but how I was talking to myself, I had to set boundaries. Let yeah. me say it that way. So yeah, with some boundaries as far as like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna, today I need some chill time or whatever, or, you know, my husband and I have a great schedule about, you know, like even flip-flopping nights who takes the kid to bed or sometimes I'm just like, please take her. I just need 30 minutes totally alone. I go sit outside and that kind of thing. But I really had to do some mental boundaries of I was using words wrong, thinking about life. So I kept saying, I feel this, I feel this, I feel that. My counselor's like, well, my, you only can feel very certain emotions. And so I would like in the mornings I'd get ready for work and be like I always just feel so rushed I'd feel so rushed and she's like you can't feel rushed like that's not legit use of the word Mm -hmm. you think you are rushed but you don't feel rushed and so I really had to sit down and take a deep dive into how I was thinking about a lot of things because that was a a big cause of my anxiety um so those those mental boundaries were hard to take a look at but once I set them it's um I mean it's helped me tremendously to really get on the other side of that yeah um, yeah. And then, you know, I'll touch on this one shortly, but advocating for your health. I've definitely had to learn how to do that. Um, I was a little shy and it, I mean, I come, I probably come across a little more bold on the podcast, but when it comes to something about doctor's offices, I get shy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a big one for me. Um, and then learning how to love myself again through my postpartum season. Um, I mean, I, guess technically your entire season is called postpartum. Like, I think, I don't know if there's like an actual number on that. I don't have to look at that (laughs) anyway, but, um, I, you know, it just, it was really hard, um, to love how I felt and how my body looked and who I'd become. And then on so many layers, obviously not just with my body changing. Um, but that was when my health was the worst as far as I was my, my health was a wreck and, um, my mental health was a wreck and everything was just culminating in the perfect storm at Mm -hmm. the same time. So that made that season really hard to love who I was. Yeah. Um, I had so much self doubt. I had no confidence in who I was as a person and just everyday life, you know, encounters and interactions. Um, and it's definitely something I'm still working on. I've come a long way. Um, and I feel like it's, much better, but I definitely get stuck in that mindset sometimes of, I don't like how I feel or I don't like how I look and I can get pretty negative if I don't stop myself. Um, yeah. So it's been a gutsy thing for me to do all those, um, in my own way and they come in different, they've been coming in different seasons. So I think that's also, you know, noteworthy is sometimes gutsy is a short season. Sometimes being gutsy is a longer season, um, and it will change all the time too. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. So tell me about you. What has, what have been some gutsy things you've done? Yeah. Um, so I touched on this a little bit, but I want to dive in a little bit deeper about just putting things out there without them having to make them perfect. Mm-hmm. I think, um, there's a whole video that my husband made me watch, um, like shortly into us launching things when I was like really just feeling like extreme, um, imposter syndrome about Mm -hmm. everything. And he put on this video and we can probably link it in the show notes. Um, it's from the vlog brothers, um, with Hank and, oh, I can't remember the other brother's name, Hank and John green, I think are their names. And he does this like 80, 20 talk about how he's able to stay uh, productive. And it talks about like, you know, spend all this time doing something and like, then 
like it's you know pretty much ready to go but then you spend another like 80 percent i might be i completely messing this up but basically you spend another 80 percent trying to perfect it when like where you were before you'd spent all that time was completely fine right Mm -hmm. and so I know I can get in that way like there was an event that I had to run over the summer and like I was like so worried about what the centerpieces were going to look like so I like went to the store and like cut out some like thick paper and I was like okay I'm going to use this to like make the photos like stand up better and like I literally spent like two or three hours trying to do this and my husband's like are you done doing that I'm like no I still need more time and like I then the next day I didn't even use any of that because I was just so I was just trying to make it perfect and like you know that I which you you know, I just do it because I care. But then at yeah. the same time, pro- productivity wise, like it's okay just to like stop and just like what I have is good and yeah. it's, it doesn't have to be perfect. And so showing up a little bit more, um, authentic in that way, um, and not like, you know, all that like perfection, um, is something I'm constantly working on, but mm-hmm. I think it's, it's been a gutsy thing for me to do. Yeah. Um, and then this next one I'm really excited to talk about. So try new clothes styles. So <laughs> Abigail yes. and I joke about this all the time because when we go shopping together, um, what do I do? I So my closet already consists of denim, black, white, olive green. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anything? Like navy. those navy. Navy. Okay. So those are like my standard like colors because mm-hmm. they look good on my skin tone and whatnot. Yeah. And I just like them. But like when we go shopping, I'm just like, oh, look at there's another like button up denim shirt. Or like <laughs> here's a cute denim dress. Or like look at this dress is an olive green. Or look at there's olive green pants. Like literally every time yes. we go shopping. And so um for those of you that have seen a lot of our pictures on Instagram and stuff we um like we were like okay we need to go out and buy outfits so we like drove you know about an hour away to like the big shopping mall and we're like okay we're gonna we're gonna go to all the shops and we're gonna get some fun things and we literally found nothing Mm -hmm. and and then we just like popped into a couple of boutiques like right here in our hometown or not hometown but where we live now and um we're like starting picking things up and i was like okay and with your encouragement, we're like, no, we're just going to try these things on. Yeah. And they were like, literally, I would have never picked any of these items up that yeah. I wore. Mm-hmm. Like the cheetah print little shirt, like yeah. like crop toppy kind of outfit. Yeah. And then like the beige cream tank top. Like I have nothing like that in my wardrobe yeah. at all. And so like something very simple like that it can be gutsy. But like I put it on and I loved it. And it was oh, yeah. so fun. And I felt like... I just like I felt great and it was so fun doing those photos together but they were and the same with you like there's a couple things that you tried on like the cheetah print tank top yeah (laughs) it was like so bold and so sassy not just cheetah print it's like legit cheetahs on a tank top yeah Yeah. like who what yeah um and so that was just a really fun gutsy thing to do Mm -hmm. um because it um like like I love I usually have like a more like conservative dress style in the sense of like, I love having like, here's my staple items that will stay, Mm -hmm. um, like in style for multiple years. Like that's, I just, that's kind of how I was taught to buy clothes, but sometimes in doing so, like it's not as fun or like edgy and sassy. Yeah. And I need some sassy outfits. And so that was really fun to do as well. So if you're shopping anytime soon, just pick up the dress or blouse or whatever it is that you're like, Hmm, would I wear that? And you like would normally put, you know, back on the rack and just grab it and try it on. Yeah. Just for fun. Just, just for fun. Just see what happens. Yeah. And you might be surprised that you find something and you're like, dang, what am what have I missing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. Um and then I guess, you know, you know, two more gutsy truth related things um is just um like reaching out to people and asking questions like there I feel like we've been 
it's so easy just to like, you know, hold, hold yourself back and like, not just, you know, ask the question or do the thing. Like, I feel like I've just been going out and just like, no, I'm just going to send these people messages to see if they want to be on the podcast. Or I'm just going to reach out to this podcast and be like, Hey, would you like me to be a guest? Like, why not just ask what's going to happen? They say no. They say no. Is that going to be the end of the world? No, No, exactly. And so the more like, I've just like stopped worrying about what other people are thinking and just, you know, asking the question, reaching out, sending the message, whatever it might be like, why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? I love it. Just do it. Exactly. <laughs> just do it. Just be Because you never know. The risk could be worth the reward. Amen. And that one question of, hey, can we collaborate? Or, you know, you be on my podcast, I'd be on yours, could grow both of those podcasts exponentially. Yeah. It could just be the golden nugget of information. Yeah. Like, I love with Sheila's story. Like, she talked about, like, she asked Dr. Ginsburg, like, do you need an intern? And then she said no. Like, she didn't need someone. And yeah. then that was the first person that she thought of when she was ready to bring on a nutritionist. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like... It just, you just never know. Even if, even if you get a said no now, doesn't mean that that's not opening up opportunities in the future as well. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, I love those. Um, so thank you for, for sharing those gutsy moments of your life. Um, so now we can hold ourselves accountable. Yep. Um, and keeping gutsy. Yeah. And buy the sassy clothes. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so, you know, we've had some incredible women on the show. We've kind of shared a couple of things that we've been doing gutsy and we hope that over these, whether you've just started listening or you started, you know, um, a couple months ago when we first launched, like we would love to know what it has been like for you to be gutsy in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, whatever that might be, maybe your stories are similar to Abigail and my stories or someone else on the podcast podcasts like really, um, resonated with you. We would just love to know what that is. Um, and so you can go to our website. Yes. Um, there's a simple form you can fill out, um, just submit your little story about being gutsy. It could be one thing. It can be multiple things. We just want to know what it is. Yeah. Um, and we're going to share those on the podcast, um, in season two. Yay. That's the plan. Oh my so, gosh. I'm so excited. I know me too. I'm very, very excited um, for yes. that. Cause I think it's going to be really fun to also get to know our listeners a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and just hear some of the incredible things that you guys are doing out in the world because whew, strong women, uh, strong women are going to make a strong world. And yeah. I think gutsy women are going to make a gutsy world. Um, yep. and so the more you guys go out there and be gutsy, I think the better everything's going to be. And so we want to celebrate that. Oh, amen. I love it. I'm so excited. So good. Well, yeah. So this is, this is the end of season two or season one. We're getting ready for season Season two. two. Yeah. I know. I can't believe it. I'm still kind of like in shock. (laughs) I know. It's like, did we just do this? Uh, Yeah. I don't know what to think, Um, but we have uh, so much appreciated everybody listening in on this first season. And so we're taking a little break for the rest of the year for the holidays. um, And then we will be back early January. Yeah. January 9th. 9th is our first, um, episode of season two. So get ready. We've got some really incredible guests coming up for the new year. Um, even some more deep dives into Caitlin and Abigail in Uh the new year as well. Um, yeah. So get ready and everyone have a great rest of the year. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the gutsy truth. We are so thankful to have you here with us and we hope you enjoyed today's story. Until next time, we encourage you to follow along with us on Instagram at The Gutsy Truth. 
or you can learn more on our website, thegutsytruth.com. And we would really appreciate if you left a review on today's episode on your podcast streaming platform of choice. Um, These reviews not only help our podcast be more well known to the world, but you can share this today's episode to a friend or family member or coworker who you think might need to hear um, an inspiring story for their journey. And until next time, that's the gutsy truth.